the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Saints of God, the Bible tells us that our God is a good God. And it tells us that everything that our good God does is good. The Bible also tells us that our God is a God of transformation and manifestation. Well, since our God is a good God, then that means all the transformations and manifestation that He causes to happen in our lives are going to be good too, whatever they might be. The word good means good in any sense, as in the widest sense. So that means that the transformations and manifestations that God wants to cause to happen to or for us are all good in the widest sense. They'll be good in ways that we'll never understand until after they happen to us. The word good also means beneficial. That means the transformations and manifestations that God wants to cause to happen in our lives will all be beneficial to us. Beneficial in ways that will never be understood until they happen in our lives. So saints of God, we ought to trust God and let him bring whatever transformation and manifestations in our lives that he wants to cause. Because whatever they might be, they'll be good and beneficial in the lives of you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Now the things we learn from the word of God provides us, that God provides us, are things that are given by God so that we can be more godly. I said the things that we learn from the word of God that God gives us are given to us so that we can become more godly. Every time you come to a service, it's designed to make you more godly. Every time you come to a fellowship, it's designed to make you more godly. Every time you come to a class, it's designed to make you more godly. Because in all three, you're going to hear a word come from me or somebody else that's anointed by God to give it to you too. And that's designed to be able to make you more godly, more godly. So the more godliness will manifest in the midst of your life. First Timothy chapter six, verse one. He says, let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. And they that have believed, believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather do them service because they are faithful and beloved partakers of the benefit these things teach and exhort. Right now he's talking to him about how a, a pastor is supposed to be treated, how a pastor is supposed to be dealt with. 
This is a person that was sent by God to be able to aid and assist us, to be able to be the people that God desires us to be. So there's all the ways we ought to treat them, the way we think about them. Go on to verse 3. He said, now in contrast, if any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, good sound Bible doctrine, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he said, he, speaking about that person that's preaching anything else other than the good sound Bible doctrine that is according to godliness, he said, he is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strife of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil surmising, perverse disputings of men, of corrupt minds, and destitute of truth, supposing that gain is godliness, he said, from such withdraw thyself. Get the heck away. Because that's not the one that I sent to say what I say. Because what they're doing, it's their teaching causes people to do things that are totally opposite of what God is about. But my teaching will cause people to have more godliness because it's according to godliness. Now the word godliness right there is talking about God-likeness. The word godliness is God-likeness. It's a beautiful word, God-likeness. We get a chance to be able to be more and more like God. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like him. That's what everybody should want to say. I want to be like Jesus. I want to, I want to be like him. Well, God said, we got something in common. I want you to be like him. In fact, I intend for you to be conformed into the image of my son. In such a way as instead of being conformed by this world system, you'll be conformed into the image of my son. In such a way as you'll look just like him, act like him, talk like him, walk like him, be like him. Hallelujah, serve like him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Do everything just like him. That's what he wants us to do. That's why I said be imitators of him as dear children and walk in love even as we walk in love. And that only makes sense because remember, we were originally meant to be like God. That's why he created us in his image and after his likeness so that we can be like God. That makes sense to me. So any doctrines that God gives us from the word of God is always, did I say the word always? I just want to make sure I said the word always, is always designed to cause us to be more like God. Any doctrine that comes from God is always designed to make you more like God. Any doctrine that you hear from a man of God, woman of God, is going to have the results of you being more like God. It's going to have the results of you being more like God. Otherwise, that didn't come from God. That's one of the reasons why you can tell bad doctrine. Watch the results in the person's life of what they hear. And that'll tell you everything that you need to know. If it's causing disputes, evil surmisings, uh, strifes, all that kind of stuff too. Seditions, got the little clicks and stuff going on too. That ain't God because that's not God-like. But God's word is according to godliness. It's according to godliness. But it depends on what we do with the word of God that he shares with me and you that'll determine whether it'll actually bring the results of a transformation in our lives. It really depends on what we do with the word. Just because you heard the word don't mean it's going to automatically happen. Depends on what you do with it. But the key is, is that you need to understand that we got to cooperate with it. Now I'm going to read verse 3 out of the Revised Standard Version, first Bible I read. It reads like this. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ 
and the teaching which accords with godliness. See, the teachings that God gives are all going to accord with godliness. Now, the word accords here means to be in agreement with or harmony with. It agrees with God. It agrees with God. So the word agrees with God. But the word is given to you so you can agree with the word. Because once you agree with the word, you agree with God because the word agrees with God. And if you agree with the word, you agree with God. You can't see God. No man has seen God at any time. So how can you be like him when you can't see him? He said, I'm going to give you my word so that you can see that. And then what you see in the word, you, you be that. What you, what you see in the word to do, then you do that. Because it's in agreement with that. So the things we learn from God's word are the things that agree with and harmonize with the way God originally designed us to be and the ways God originally intended us to behave ourselves. I said the things that we learn from God's word are the things that agree with and harmonize with the way that God originally designed us to be and the ways God originally intended us to behave ourselves. Now, I might be the only one, but I mean, when I first got into things of God, praise God, and then it's much less frequent now than it ever been before. It's few and far, it's few and far between. But before, it was on a regular basis. I'd hear the preacher preach something. He'd say something. I'd be like, for real? No. <laughs> I'd just start laughing, shake my head. Like, man, that's the craziest thing. Because I didn't think nobody thought that way. I didn't think nobody did that. But that's because the world taught me how to think the opposite of what God thinks. That's why I had to learn to quit shaking my head no and start learning to shake it yes. And I learned to say amen. I say amen. I found out that the word amen means so be it. So I would read it. I would hear it. And I would hear it preached to me. And I say, so be it. I found out that this young lady by the name of Mary, praise God, the one that birthed the Christ child, praise God. She said, be it unto me according to thy word. I grabbed hold of that. I said, be it unto me according to thy word. He said, I was kind. I said, be that according to me, according to thy word. He said, he said, he said I was faithful. I said, be that according to thy word. Because I knew I wasn't faithful. But that's the way I'm supposed to be. Because every time he shows me the word, he's showing me the way I'm supposed to be. Anytime you hear something in the word that's not you, it is you. It's the real you. And you've just run head first into the fake you. The one that Satan caused you to be. Now, you got a decision. You're at a crossroad. Whether you're going to accept what God said and work what God said and let that work on you. Or you're going to fight against it and deny it and won't let it do what it do. And you got more folk in the church than you can shake a stick at. Look at your neighbor and say, there ain't nobody on this row. Say, there ain't nobody on this row. Praise God. You got more folk in the church that can shake a stick at. That will hear the word. It'll bounce. Uh-uh. They'll bounce off of them. They won't do it. And they miss the opportunity to be transformed into his image. Every time the word comes to you, it's designed to transform you. Every time we spit it, it's so that you can get it. Every time. But God is doing the work on you. That's why he tells you show up. Keep showing up. Why? Because I keep wanting to do the work on you. Keep showing up. Keep listening. And watch what I do. Some things you can recognize. Some things you can't even recognize. But you'll find out to change later. You'll blow your own mind that you change. You'll be like, dang. I ain't like I used to be no more. Because it's an accord. It's, it, it accords with godliness. That word accords also, I like this, means to grant or to bestow. To grant or to bestow. So whatever God is sharing with us by way of his word is his attempt to transform us by granting us the opportunity to be 
or do what we just learned. To be or do what we just learned. Whatever God shares with us by way of his word is his attempt to transform us by granting unto us the opportunity to be or do whatever he just, whatever we just learned. But you listen to what he says, man, I can't do that. Did he say it? Then you can do it. Ask Peter. Ain't never walked water a day in his life. I would like to believe if I was a betting man, I put, I put a whole bunch of money down on the fact that he never even thought to try. I always wonder how people say I can't when they never tried. That's another teaching. I ain't got time for that. But the but, but point I'm raising is, is I bet you he never even tried until he heard the master say, come. I know the thought had to run through his head. It wasn't like he just can't. Please. He like, probably think, just like you think, I ain't never did that before. How you ain't, no, ain't nobody walked on water. I ain't never seen nobody do this. I ain't, I, I, I ain't. All that stuff be running through your head. But then you have to stop and say, but, but what did he say? But what did he say? Me and my wife were laughing about that the other day. I'm not going to tell the story. I'll tell it another time. Praise God. I mean, my wife and I was laughing the other day. I said, baby, you remember that time I was driving? We were driving that, 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 that hoopty. Praise God. And she said, yeah, which one? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> And I told her which one. I said, remember you came home from, remember you came home, you know, from, from work and, 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 and it was cold as I don't know what. And said, remember, I came through, the, you came through the door and I said, leave your coat on. We're going to get us a new car. She said, I remember that. I said, yeah, I said, I remember that. Because I asked them, I was saying to the Lord, I was complaining about the fact that, you know, I had to use all my prayer life just to keep the car running. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I wanted to be able to fellowship with him and spend time with him, but. It's cold. I need to keep this car running. And that, and that bad boy would get to a light and stop. So it might not start back up again. So I, I, I both shock her like a mug, praise God. Especially when we hit a, a light, praise God. I was trying to stretch my hands and make sure that the lights changed before I got there and stuff. Y'all know nothing about none of this, do you? Praise God. Lord, change that light. Let's go. Don't let it stop, praise God. I'd be wore out by the time I get home. I done prayed up for it. I done prayed for a while, praise God. I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm tired of wasting my prayer time trying to keep this hoopty running. He said, well, why don't you go buy a new car? He said, why don't you go buy a new car? All that stuff ran through my head because, because I got turned down for a raggedy hoopty a couple of weeks ago because I ain't got no money because my credit jacked. All them, all them facts started rising and running across your head. But then you have to stop for a second, but why did he say? That's what I kept asking myself. Why did he say, go get a new car? When he know, I got turned down for a, a hoopty. It was an upgraded for one from what we had, but still a hoopty. I, you know, why, when we got turned down for that the other day. And, and, and he know I still ain't got no money. And he know my credit is just jacked now as it was. It's more, jack, it's more jacked now than it was two weeks ago. <laughs> but why did he say that? Unless I can do that. And you got to start taking a mentality that why did he say this to me? So you got you to understand that he's talking to you directly. Why did he say that to me if I can't do that? Why did he say that to me if I can't have that? Why? Why would he say that? When he ain't never lied. When he ain't never told nothing but the truth. Then if he said it, I can be it. If he said it, I can do it. I can be faithful. 
I can love my wife like, I, like Jesus loved the church. I can submit to my husband. Why well, don't I hear male yeses? <laughs> male yeses and unmarried people. That's all I heard. Praise God. I got, see, I, I, got, I, I have a tuned ear. I got a, a tuned ear. I'll be listening. I ain't heard not a married one. Praise God. I ain't saying that nobody say it. I'm just saying I ain't heard it. Praise God. Anytime God shares a word with you, he's granting you and bestowing you an opportunity to be something different than you are. He already know you. He already know that you're presently not that. That's why he has the word shared with you. So that that word can come in and transform you, change you. Come on now, he's a carpenter. And so every time the word comes, he wants to carpenter you. Whatever. He wants to do, he wants to do that to you. He's trying to bestow that which he gives us opportunity to know by way of his word. He's trying to bestow what he gives us opportunity to know by his word. That's one of the reasons why it's so important to hear the word. It's because every time he says something, he's trying his best to give you something. And if we accept and not reject the word that God shares with us, then it can transform us into being who we are and the way we behave ourselves. It can transform even the way we behave ourselves. Turn to 2 Peter chapter 1, please. He said, just listen to what I'm saying and accept what I'm saying. And you can do it. Whereas a person that never walked water, walked water because he heard one word from God. One word from God. One word can change your life forever. One word from God can change your life forever. Second, second Peter chapter 1. Here, we, here we'll see that the knowledge of God that God gives us through his word gives us everything we need to have the life that God designed for us to be able to live and, and, and live godly like God wants us to live. I said the knowledge God gives us through his word gives us everything we need to have the life that God designed us to live and to live godly like God wants us to live. Starting with verse 1. Simon Peter, a sermon and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that, are, that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord, according as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. The word called is the, the word that means invited us, he invited us to this. He bid us to this, he invited us to this, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these, the exceeding great and precious promises that come by way of the word, by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. He says, by these, that's exceeding great and precious promises that God give me and you. Now, it's called the word of God. But another title for the word of God is the promises of God. Why? Because every time God's speaking to you something, he's promising you something. He's promising you you can be this. He's promising you that you can have this. He's prom. Oh, so y'all are not getting excited because let me, uh, 
the, the book of Numbers says, book of Numbers chapter 23 says, he is not a man that he shall lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent. If it were not so, he wouldn't have told you. But if he told you, it's because it's so. He's promising you that he can have that. He's pro- when he said, come, he was promising him that he wouldn't sink. He was promising him that he would walk on water. He was promising him he could do something he never did before. When he said, I'm going to make you fishers of men. Ain't no fish for no man. I don't know nothing about fishing for no man. I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. I don't know nothing about that. But he said, well, as soon as he told him that, he, he promised him, you could do this. You can be this. Because you can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth you. Not who strengtheneth you. That strengtheneth you. Which strengtheneth you. Because it's likened it to the word. Because the word is the anointing. Christ is the anointed word that came down from heaven in order to transform our life, that we could behold his glory, all his goodness, that of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So he can come into our life and change us, deliver us, transform us, and give us an opportunity to be a whole nother us. So the knowledge that gives, God gives us through his word gives us everything we need to succeed, everything we need to be transformed. That's why I don't know about you, but I thank God for the word. I like, I thank God for the word because I know what it do. It'll change you every single time. And you be there. Praise God. Because you can do everything that they do. (laughs) Glory to God. But if God give you his nature, how God-like can you be with the nature of God inside of thee? Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Saints of God, what the Word of God says about our God and what He wants to do for me and you is true. He really is a God of transformation and manifestation. Our God really does want to do transformations and manifestations in the lives of me and you. Transformations and manifestations that are good and beneficial really are what God's got planned for me and you. Let's believe God's Word is true. And let's cooperate with God and what he wants to do to cause the transformations and manifestation that he wants to happen in the lives of me and you. So that all the transformations and manifestation that he wants to cause to happen in us and our lives actually happen for us in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact us at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. We also invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one, my sisters, that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, 
just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the road to you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe that every born-again believer should echo what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you so much. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. The Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with what measure ye meet, it'll be measured back to you again. God's not going to be mocked concerning you and your being a blessing to us. Since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's going to do what he said in his word that he was going to do. That is, make sure that you reap what you sow. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.